Welcome, podcast world. I'm Stephanie. I am Lindy. And welcome back to our podcast. Turn of the Millennials. Thank you for coming back. We appreciate it. Yes, it's so very nice and polite of you. You clearly like what we're doing. Yay! Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like I say, it's super fun, so we really hope you're enjoying it. Um, today we are working on the continuing. final, no, well, not, continuing, not continuing, but we're, f- we're completing the yes. trilogy for Mighty Ducks. This yep. is D3, the Mighty Ducks is what they called it. They weren't very creative, you know. No, no, they weren't. <laughs> they could have done so much more, much more. I have no examples. I apologize, but I think they could have done better. Just like the new one, Mighty Ducks, Game Changers. Anyway. Game <laughs> Changers. Creativity. <laughs> just not there. But we still love you and we still love the franchise. Could have been all like, ducks are back. Fly V again! Right. <laughs> Although now apparently they're all snobby and frou-frou, but again, that's another episode in a couple of a couple of weeks. That comes out at the end of the month. We'll touch on that then. We'll cut that, touch on that, but we need yeah. to start releasing these episodes. So that's oh my why. god, yeah. Yeah, we'll um, start. Um, so anyways, back to uh D3. So um this one starts uh well, I guess this one's more about the kids being in school and getting accepted into Eden Hall mm-hmm. um, as a team as opposed to them going to like a championship yeah. or a Goodwill game and playing Do you that. not have a fun little tidbit about that? About what it was actually supposed to be about? I think I touched on this in the other episode. Well, still, not everyone was going to listen to that one. Not everyone was listening, but still, we'll touch on that. Um, so, and actually, if you had to listen, if you had to done your research homework, because Lindy hasn't, I've been giving her shit this week. Today. I suck. She needs to learn her podcasting <laughs> skills and research before we do our podcast. She's been a little slacking, but that's okay. Um, so, I'm tired. <laughs> I have a job too. Come on. I know. <laughs> um, but basically, this one, uh, the. Uh, executive producer or the original writers wanted it to actually go back to the Goodwill Games, um, this time kind of being a little older, wiser doing it. Um, and they would actually be playing Russia in a in the Goodwill Games. Um, and then when I was actually reading this uh, oral history that was on Time Magazine recently, learned a little bit more about that as well. Uh, what they wanted to actually happen was that the Ducks were actually going to lose against Russia, but then help the Russia... Uh, or no, so what it was, essentially they were... They would lose against they would lose against Russia, but Russia would basically they were out for dinner one night, and all of the other teams kind of came and were kind. Um, oh, it was one of the um, I. It was a cultural thing because it had to do with the Judaism. So it was one of the um, I don't remember what team it is, but it's somewhere over in Europe where it was like at the time where it was like the Jewish not not fan of Jewish people. Goldberg, sorry, not Averman, Goldberg. It was a thing where, so one of the other countries was making fun of Goldberg because he was a Jewish and oh, okay. kind of using that kind of anti-Semitic sort of stuff. And so the Russians come to the defense knowing that, you yeah. know, they've done these, or is it the Iceland team? Sorry, that's what it is, the Iceland team. So their former Their former arch nemesis come to their, uh, come to their aid, and then they end up teaming up with Iceland because they had lost against the, the big Russian? Russian team or yep. whatever, and they were going to team up against Iceland, or they were going back against it or whatever. So yeah, they teamed up against teamed up with Iceland to teach them the ways that they did and then help them win against it or whatever. So it was kind of like a full circle moment of like teaching them. I think I would have liked that better. Right? But yeah. Disney, Disney wanted to have it at school. And you know, Disney gods, they get their way. That's just yeah. an update from Facebook. Also, I think, like I said in like the other one we recorded, the, in, the introduction or whatever, um, I think it has something to do also with like Disney wanted the movie to be more relatable and like how relatable is a teenager that's one, the junior Good game, one. the Goodwill games and that is doing it again and... Well, I think that's something that they actually kind of mentioned in that article as well. Something about how, like, 
yeah, is it really, you know, winning again twice in a row? Like this one kind of felt more circle because they had to take, they've never, they've always been the winning team. So they yeah. had to take this being learn at this how to level lose. and learn how to lose yeah. and still be Oh, like still help their rival and thrive and teach them a different way of learning as well and stuff. So okay. it could have it could have been an interesting version, but yeah, this that one could have been again. This one is Disney. this one's still good. Like it, it has its really funny moments and it does. Uh, so yeah, basically yeah. they get accepted into yeah. Eden Hall on and scholarships. It starts out with flashbacks um, of the first two movies. Yeah, kind of in the the credits. Yeah, uh, they do. Flashbacks. While Bombay's like kind of doing like an introduction speech to like at the academy. at the academy when they get their scholarship. How like oh, I've spent a lot of time with these kids. These kids have taught me everything. Blah, I blah, went blah, to blah, this blah. school. I yeah, want them are. to say have the I same want... education. La da da. So and then it comes basically they they all get accepted and then cut to Charlie gets or Bombay tells Charlie that uh, he's, he's not. Here going to be coaching them he at the school. He is actually leaving to work with, I think it's Hendrix, or with the Goodwill Games or something more exclusively because of what he did. So he's going to work with them and that he's not working with the Ducks. Yeah, and didn't he, he become like their, a part of their law, law team or something? I can't remember. I don't but, remember. So basically, Again, didn't watch it. Sorry. I watched it more recently, but I still forget <laughs> those little minor details. I didn't really take notes about it. I apologize. <gasps> um, so Charlie, because he's 14, <laughs> he's 15. Charlie. No, it's because he's 14 or 15. Like, what do you expect? They're going through puberty during this time. So Charlie gets pretty angsty because he's like, you're our coach. You've been here through the beginning. Like, he's not going to understand us, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, no, no. Coach Orion is really good. Like, I'm leaving you in good hands. And Charlie's just all angsty throughout this whole entire movie, which I think that was when I started. That's why I started. Because I was like, what? Like, I said 10 or 11? Like, I was in grade six when this movie came out. And I think that's why. Because he was like in his little angsty phase. And I think that's why I started to like Joshua Jackson in this movie. This you was like the, the angsty I, boys, did you? This was the one where I actually started to like I'm like, I saw the first and the second one, but this is one where the crush was like, mm, I like Jerry. Just kidding. Or also because he was probably just past puberty age in general. Because I think when I was reading in the thing that uh, Vincent LaRusso was saying about how, like, basically between the first and the sixth, like, the first and the, the third, they grew up with these kids. They went yeah. from, like, 13 to 17, 16, 17 18, yeah. But also they're saying that, like, when they would go back home, they were just regular kids and stuff. So it was like these kids... They, they shared an they, experience. They shared every time yeah. they would go back for this movie. They kept sharing this experience. These kids knew where they were coming from. They would have these things on set and have all this like these times together. But they grew up together and they experienced these things. And apparently, apparently Connie Moreau was a little, uh, you know, on friendly, set, little friendly, on little set friendly. Was she? Was she? Well, she? One of the only girls okay, would yeah. expect, but. <laughs> I don't blame her. And she's apparently one of a little bit older too. Mm-hmm. I think she was like hey, fourteen, and well, they told her to be like, say she was twelve or something like that. They're saying, but if I if if I had the option for Aaron Moore, fuck yeah, I would. <laughs> My team. Ah, <sighs> yeah. It was it was good times. I was so sad he wasn't like in the majority of this movie. So, anyway, yeah. So basically, yeah. Uh, they get introduced to Coach Orion school. And the varsity team is like, don't mess with us. Varsity team, typical fucking jock bullies. And just like every, they have to have an enemy team. So of course the varsity is their enemy team. And who else are they going to have their enemy team when they're at like an academy and like they, they're not, well, they're not exactly playing against other schools at the moment. Yeah. They're not playing a couple of games. They're not playing in the peewee leagues. Like, Like, I guess there was, well, they do, they do play against other schools because they show a few games. So they clearly playing against other schools, but I guess no one school is their particular rival, so obviously they have to make the the varsity because they're JV. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, not to mention it can it adds to the conflict because they have to go to school Classes with these people and everything. Yeah, they have yeah. To be, see Which I don't understand because 
Well, either one should be. I guess they're not really in the same class because they wouldn't be the same grade. No. And the, only the couple of them are at the school. Because Eden Hall is in Minnesota, which is, again, we mentioned this in a previous episode. Minnesota. Eden Hall <laughs> is in Minnesota. So all of the kids who are from District 5 clearly take the buses to school. But the kids who Roll are from Rollerblade take the bus. Because Charlie does get on the bus with yep. one girl. So they Rollerblade slash bus. Um, and the kids who are from out of town, like Russ and... Uh, Julie the cat and them. Kenny and, Kenny and uh, uh, Dwayne. Dwayne, yep. They actually have to stay in the dorms. So yeah. they might run into them in the dorms. Yeah, a little bit more frequently than the, the locals. The kids. And yeah. they would all all run into them, I think, in the lunch rooms, no matter what. So yeah. that would happen. Yeah. Um, but they're... Can we talk about the, the, the well, Ducks' like first impression on the school? How they made their entrance into the auditorium when they were getting introduced. Yes, yes, this is true. So the original kids were there, like, the, like I said, again. So the kids who were kids. from out of town, again, yeah. Those four so ones like we mentioned to Julie, are on Gaffney, campus. Dwayne, like Kenny, like they are in the auditorium with the rest of the school, it, it, listening, listening to the their, audience, listening, listening to, to their the headmaster dean. Yeah. or dean headmaster or whatever. Or dean uh, talk about you know we've got these new kids. These, this this new is team. the new year and this new school year and yeah. you know being all inspirational. Yada yada yada. He even mentions you know getting closer to the millennium. Yes, he Ding. does actually. And this was filmed in 96. He's like, as we're approaching the millennium, when we both looked at each other and laughed. Because we did a quick synopsis before. Everything's going to die in the year 2000. <laughs> Side note, I think they still have that picture. That uh, <laughs> Oh, no, it says turn your computers off on January 31st, 99 yeah. at Best Buy. Before 11.59 p.m. Yeah. I think they still have the sticker on it at Best oh Buy Oh, my God, I remember that when there was warnings of that on the TV. They're like, make sure you turn off all your electronics. Yes. So basically, as he's making these things, and he's like, oh, and now we go to introduce the ducks, and the other ones were all rollerblading to school, and they're like, oh, we're going to go through the back, we're going to go through the back, and then they don't realize where they are, and then it turns out that they were behind stage, and then they knock every all They knock down the curtain, and yeah, make a spectacle. And then they're like, hi, we're the ducks. After Charlie and Goldberg almost freaking die on the way there. Oh, you figured after four years. He would learn how to fucking rollerblade by now. Right? Like, he's lucky Charlie's such a good friend to him. Charlie's the glue of the whole Downstairs. Thing. And they still like, have not said whether he's going to make an appearance in Game Changers or not. I actually just saw an article that before Danielle that. Danielle posted it. It's, he's been saying for the last few years that he wants to do. It's been teased. He's been wanting, he's been saying himself that he wants, he, when the script is right and when they ask him back, he's ready to do it. We know he is. He's said this time and time again. And there was actually pictures of him and his, of him and his wife walking about and she was actually wearing his old District That's 5 cute. jersey. And I was like, that is so adorable. Yeah, um, Charlie Gronway group. But yeah, I read it because I did, Danielle posted it. I read that article. And I think, I think that's what it is because they, what they said in the article is that they don't want to shy away from the kids' athletes that are in it now. So I think, and they want to make it so for they this want new to generation. establish their acting and playing abilities before I they bring think, in the big names. I think the big names are the best kept, I think it's the best kept secret of this whole thing. I feel like they've already have, they already have them in their corner. It's just being their best kept secret of this whole entire thing. That's what I think. Yeah, it, yeah, it's got to be can, like super tight lipped. He's like, got to be like they've got to be one of the parents of the coaching yeah. teams or something. Like, I mean, yeah. any one of those kids, I would assume, would love to come back as oh, an adult as a cameo. Well, but except Goldberg, maybe. Not to say he wouldn't not, but it just depends on whether his uh, current situation, situation has cleared up, up or not. Okay. Um, but yes, yeah, I'm sure all of the other ones would, because when they had, uh, when Anaheim, when the Anaheim actual Ducks had their 20th, 25th season, all the Ducks came back for like beforehand mm-hmm. and stuff like that for ceremonies and stuff. Like they all, they're all still part of it. They yeah. all, and actually funny thing is like when, when I was reading this thing is they were actually the first ones 
to play on Arrowhead Pond. They were the first ones, like Arrowhead Pond, like the ducks weren't even released and using that facility when they were filming this movie. They were the first kids to play on that ice. They were the first ones to be in the offices. They were the first ones to do anything in that Arrowhead Pond. And they were just like, this is, Guy Germain was saying like, this is the greatest day. And Scott Wolf was the other one too. They're like, this was the greatest day because I was out there on this like, NHL ice and I'm playing with some of these like NHL players because the trainers are basically NHL players yeah. and like like oh, they're like this is the greatest day of my life like oh my god I, I mean like, that was be 14 pretty that was the second one freaking epic yeah right like, as a 14 like anywhere between 14 to 16 year old like the greatest day of your life yeah. so I was like that's that's pretty cool um I'm gonna start with yeah, yeah. I hope um, Aaron Lore makes a cameo that would just make my fucking day yeah so they, hint hint nudge nudge a wink wink yes so they make their appearance uh in the funnest of ways yeah falling through the curtain on stage behind the head hasmatters um and then they just say where the decks and then it just yeah. skips ahead to their first day of school their pretty much they meet school. all their really mean teachers talking a million miles in a, a minute about all the One homework they're gonna have yeah they're kind of like oh you're gonna do this and this and this you have a pop quiz every other day and a test every friday you can't and talk you can't move you no chewing gum and yeah like just you know, typical what first you would expect for, like, an academy like that. Yeah. What first, you would expect. First day scary is, and then they go to lunch, and then... And they all have to maintain a certain GPA to keep their scholarships, too. Oh, that's at the first practice. We haven't yeah. even talked about first practice. <laughs> so, after first day of school... Oh, I just thought that was a given. Like, you get a scholarship to a school for a sports team. That's oh, a no, given. Oh, no, he doesn't mention that until the, the thing. He's like, the school, the school and they, requires you And the kids had have, no idea? He's like, the school requires you to maintain a C average. And they're like, yeah. And he's like, but I, don't, I, I think that's stupid. I require you to have a B average. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they have their first practice. And basically, when they get there, Coach O'Ryan's not there. So they do their old tactics of playing of like, you know what it is? We're ducks. So Dwayne tries yeah, to Yeah, they do the, like the roping up and they play. And, they, and that's how they Coach want O'Ryan it. comes in. He's like, this isn't what we do. Blah, blah, blah. And... Get to the line or suicides now or whatever. And so basically, yeah, they have this first like meanie introduction of Coach O'Ryan and then... Not a very good first impression that they get of him. Because they're just so used to softy Bombay for so yeah. long and they just feel like, to them it feels like... <laughs> Riley! <laughs> That's Riley. Sorry. Yeah. Apparently he wanted to have his say. He wanted to have his say. So yeah, he's just, they just feel like because they've been together for longer that he's the new one coming in. So they have kind of this. So that he should bend to their will and this, do what this guard they think. And, this yeah. guard thing up to them. So yeah, they yeah. Should, he, should, he should. And they're like 15. Yeah, of course. Again, a puberty, yeah, like puberty, angsty, yeah. you know, things. Well, no, that like, they don't really mention a lot, but I think Charlie's got a lot of shit going on at home sometimes between like. I think so too. His, well, and the, like. Because so, they mention that his mom remarries. His mom but... remarried. You never see it. Yeah. You never see who it is. And even his mom is. But then it feels like Bombay is gone. And the one like, he's coming. He feels to, like he, it he's was losing everyone. He wanted, well, because in the first one, they kind of had the thing. So he kind yeah. of felt like Bombay was maybe going to be his dad. So then he just kind of kept Bombay as sort of this fatherly figure or someone in to like life. really mentor and now yeah. all of a sudden it feels like this guy's just leaving him when he's in this prime of this ness and you know being abandoned so probably yeah. has abandonment angst, issues right he got a little bit of abandonment issues i think that's for sure um yeah because his father abandoned him too so you know why all of a sudden <laughs> this other man <laughs> anyway poor anyway. charlie poor charlie anyway <laughs> so um yeah so they have their first like practice and then... So basically, yeah, they run drills and things. So he kind of sees, I think, who they are, what they do. What and they're capable of. At the end of practice, he comes in and he's like... He posts their positions. Riley. Shh. There's nothing there. Quiet. So he posts their positions on the bulletin board. Again, that's and what he leaves. tells them about the GPA and the rules of oh, yes. the team and stuff like uh, sorry. that or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, so he was like, this is your rule. You need to be this. We need to do this. Like, blah, blah, blah. Um, they need to have it a B and... Yeah. 
So then they all go up and see where their things are. Where their positions are. Um, And then so basically instead of uh, someone's like, oh, I'm going to be riding the pine pony or whatever. So Julie the cat ends up becoming first. First Goldberg is second. Mm -hmm. Um, A couple of the other ones kind of got whatever. Charlie gets moved to defense instead of scoring. And and he also. Banks. Gets put up to varsity, yeah. and he's like, "What?" And then Charlie's loses, and then his they go seat. and they look captain. Dwayne goes, "Captain oh, Tibbid, Tibbid, what does what's Tibbid, Tibbid mean?" And he goes, "No, no, no, that's two BD, two be determined." It's like, but Charlie, you're the captain, and so Charlie has this moment of, "Oh no, he's my sea my is sea away it, from me." Oh no, I'm gonna lose my sea. So after he goes to, uh, I don't, oh, I don't know if it's what I don't know if it's in that scene or if it's a scene later on, but he goes to Han and he starts complaining about his sea being taken away, and he's like, "Yeah, that was the next one," and he gives him like a drawer like, full of them. like. Charlie, it's just a letter. You want to see it? I've got plenty I've got of C. plenty. Here you it's go. just a letter. He's like, Han, don't make fun of me. Being so serious and angsty that he And is. then Han is like, dude, fucking grow up. Yeah. He's it's like, just a letter. You've got to love the... You, and, exa- and determine that it's just... It's not the letter... It's not the letter that makes the captain. It's... Your attitude. Pers- it's your attitude and the person. To, like, he's trying to show him that, like, right now, Charlie, you're not being a captain. You're not being a leader. You're... He doesn't have captain material right now. He's not portraying that. He's too in his head and being angry at Bombay. He's being selfish. Exactly. There's no, so, there's no iron there team. Is, there is actually the time where he gets mad, or he goes to another practice, I believe. He gets, he gets, literally there's one where he gets mad and he's like, I'm not a defenseman. I'm a scorer. And that's basically, I think, when he kind of gets, like put into the penalty box and then he's like I don't really want to go to to practice this anymore so him and Fulton ditch the day and they go to they the go to the mall. mall and whatever yeah. and then they get sick on the rides and, and then they get kicked out of the mall because they're throwing up in the garbage can ha- like well, heads hold on, inside hold on. they had a little too much like I think candy, candy or something to eat beforehand or yeah. some kind of like or too much food and then they rode the rides and then the rides made them well cause they like mound down on like corn dogs and funnel cakes right. and so like bad Fried foods. Big gulps and <laughs> yeah, so bad fried foods for them. So they ended up being sick on all of these rides oh, and then to they get kicked out. Be a teenager again. Oh. Fun fact: the song playing in that one is "This Is Me" in grade nine. Bare naked ladies, Canada, what? Anyways, um, so uh, basically they go into the alleyway and Fulton's like, he's like, "Oh, don't worry, tomorrow." Charlie's like, "Tomorrow will be better. We tomorrow are will be way more fun." Fully- Fulton is just like, well, we can't do this forever. Like, what can't do this every day. He's like, no, 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 I got a plan. You know, we'll we'll move up to Canada. We'll play in the juniors for a bit, and then we'll we'll go on and blah blah. And he's like, he's like, I don't think I'm good enough to play in the juniors. Or he just he doesn't want to. He doesn't. He doesn't want to play well, hockey the rest thinks, of his life. Yeah, and he also doesn't think he's good enough. Like Charlie's pretty good, but he's like, I don't think I'm good enough. I don't know if I want to play hockey my whole life. Like, mm-hmm. and he's like, what? He's like, I don't need you. Go. So now Charlie's Charlie kind of, just assumed that he'd have the same dreams as him. So Charlie's kind of isolating everyone. And then again, at the same Being time. Being a dick, basically. At the same time, poor Var, uh, poor Banksy is on Varsity. Yeah. Um, like, come on. Stop, like, with. Oh, stop with the. Actually. The trash they're handing Banks. We missed. They did the uh, undercover hockey game before he gets kicked out. That's why they got kicked out. They did the varsity. They did the fire ants. Okay, so they've had a little animosity between the varsity team when the coach told them specifically in to, to stay, stay away, away from, from varsity. Stay yeah. away. Stay away. Um, Nothing good can come of varsity it. Varsity bugs them in the lunchroom. So one time the guy steals. His, <laughs> so he so steals, he steals, they steal Kenny Wu's lunch. Yep. And Charlie and Fulton and who was the other one? Goldberg or Averman? No, Russ Tyler. Oh, it was Russ. It was Russ. They the three of them see this. And, and they come cocked a plan for revenge. So yeah. they go outside, and I guess they've got because it's a prep school. They have they've got uh, horses. like horseback riding and stuff, like so equestrian. They go and pick up some of the horse poop and put it throw in the bag. it in a paper brown. Sack. And then they walk past the varsity, knowing varsity is going to try and steal their lunches, being Which eliminated. They do. To, 
And so they go and open them like, oh, and then they're trying to be like, oh, too bad your little banks, or no, too bad your your buddy Portman isn't here. He's too afraid. And Fulton's like, Portman ain't afraid of nothing. And while they're doing it, this other varsity guy's open. Oh, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. And then Charlie's like, Charlie's like, oh, come on, man. My mommy made brownies. Mommy. Mommy made brownies. Obviously for the full Which is hilarious because I only just noticed that about 20 minutes ago when we watched it. Oh, I I know. You always said this. But it was always for a fact, clearly, of course. Yeah, Um, and then Jockman puts his hand in the bag. Realizes it's... uh, Royals puts it in and he's like, what? And it's horse... He's like, I gotta keep telling... I gotta stop telling my mom to put the horse turds in the recipe. And they book it. And then run out and it causes... And then it it gets flies onto the cheerleading table and then they throw it and it lands on like... No, they panic and then they leave and run. So basically... It causes a panic. It causes like a stampede in the cafeteria. Um, And then... And then so basically they do... They do... Oh, so they freeze. That starts kind of their rivalry. There's this rivalry. So then the varsity To get back at the ducks, they put their clothes in in the shower. Yes, in the shower. So then to get back at that... Which... I they love this one. Freeze, take they freeze. They steal nitrogen. a liquid nitrogen tank from the science lab. And then they go into their locker room the varsity. and freeze all of their clothes while yep. they're on the ice. And so I love the clothes I, they have to wear. I do love that they do pause for a second and are like, should we get Banks' stuff? Yeah, and they're, they're like, like, well, he's about, a varsity. So like, what about Banks? You know and he's like, they, he's one of them now. If Sorry. they left Banks' stuff, that would have opened him up to being a target for varsity. This is true. It would have been like, more. Like, it would so have been way worse if yeah. they had left Banks' stuff alone. And so. then after that, they them. were like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna do something nice. So then they take them out for dinner or something like that. Or is that how it starts? They take them out for dinner and they have to get stuck doing dishes at the restaurant. They lived in with the bill for the restaurant. I think actually that's how it starts. Okay. So as a, that would have been after the horse shit thing. As a tradition, varsity takes the junior varsity out. Yeah. Which goes and this so, so it this is how it, yeah kind yeah of they take them out for this fancy schmancy meal and blah 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 and then blah. they leave them with the bill and yeah which they end clean. up having to do dishes and whatever so to get them back that's when they put um is that the fire ants so uh, either way so eventually escalates again to this fire ant where they go in and they put fire ants in their thing they lock the doors with strings yeah. so they can't get out and then eventually put the fire ants in the tubes. So then they get all these scratches and they come out and they're like, oh, and then they're like. Oh, it's a hilarious is... scene. I love and it. And they stole is... the ants from the headmaster, by the way, which I'm not really sure. Were they repercussioned for that? Did he notice the ants were missing? They never touch on his missing ants. These are things in the media world they call a MacGuffin. A MacGuffin? Have you never heard of these? Do you no. not remember this word? No. I don't it's think a, so. It's a thing that like seems really, impo- I believe it's really important at the time, yeah, but then it, it just to progress, it, but then it has no outcome, but it's just to progress the storyline, a story along, but it's like a big plot point or something like that. <sighs> I can't remember. It's something we learned in media class. A MacGuffin? MacGuffin, yeah. An object or device in a movie or a book that serves merely as a trigger for the plot yeah the MacGuffin in this intriguing comedy is an unpublished novel by a young writer killed in the war i don't know what that it's basically it's something that it's like a small minuscule part that just necessary to the plot and the motivation of the characters but insignificant unimportant or irrelevant in itself all right yeah that makes sense okay so that is, so that's a MacGuffin. <laughs> whether it's it was something to develop the plot because in order for them to when they did this this is basically what starts their their uh, hockey rival the hockey fight together so basically, the he's like prank war. Basically, no, 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 no. When oh. the, when the fire ants happen, he's like, "We'll play you anytime, oh, anywhere." Right. And so this is what the coach didn't want because he was like, yeah. "You're gonna play them in a game at the end of the year, the traditional varsity junior varsity game. Yeah. Don't play them before then. You show your hand, essentially." Yeah, basically, so he didn't want them to do that. So this, and so they go into the ice early morning. 
Um, they are in their Ducks jerseys, of course. They're not yeah, wearing their Ducks jerseys. Yeah, they're not wearing their... They're in their Ducks jerseys and like, oh, and Julie's like, oh, I'm for string and Goldberg's like, coach says I'm for string. He's like, coach, I don't see I don't a coach. I see no coach. She's like, well, I want my chance at these guys too. So don't because, hog it because yeah. they're, we're treating her too like crap. So yeah. both of them wanted their little shot at them. Um, so yeah, they have this fight and then... The coach Orion comes in in the morning and he's like, "Get he out of here!" He sees them and he stops gets the whole thing. Mad tells up. Varsity, "Get your team out of here!" And then that's when he gets mad. So that's when uh, Charlie and Fulton actually leave because yeah. they were mad at the way Coach handled that. Because like he wasn't... made them take off the jerseys and he's like, "You're not Ducks anymore. There's no Ducks anymore. Like you're Vars, like yeah, because like, he Varsity. Yeah, he made them throw them like in the garbage can or so. Oh no, they just a pile them on, on the ice. ice, but you're not allowed to. Yeah, they anymore. threw them pile on the ice. Yeah. So then that's what leads them yeah. to the day off and then whatever. And Fulton's like, well, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Like, I don't want to play hockey for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. But he needs a good education. and So he does stay there. Uh, yeah. So he decides to go back. Uh, and then Bombay comes back for one of the day. Uh, kind of finds out what's... Somehow he what's finds out going what's on. going on with I, Probably Han probably called him. Or his mom. Yeah. <sighs> Who knows? But someone... No, I think his mom I think his mom called him. I think he mentions that. Maybe. So essentially, this is the funny part, because all of a sudden, like, Charlie hears the alarm go off, and he, like, turns it off, and then he's like, I didn't set my alarm for six o'clock. Saturday. I didn't set an alarm. Like, essentially being like, it's Saturday. It's six alarm. What alarm? And he's like, he even says, like, I didn't set an alarm. And then Bumba's like, no, but I, I did. did. Yeah. So it scares him or whatever. And he's like, Charlie, we need to do this day together. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no. And he, like, steals his covers. He gets mad. <laughs> and he's like, you're like, you left. You abandoned us. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like. He's like, just leave me alone. And he's like, no, I can't do that. So he picks up the mattress and flips Charlie out of oh, the mattress. Oh, yep, that's what happened. <laughs> that's what I was getting at because that's my favorite part. So then basically they go about this married way and he's like, look. And then so they go back to Eden Hall essentially and they see a, pic- a funny 70s picture of Gordon from back in the day. And he's like, oh, is that you? And he's like, oh, gosh, that's a terrible, like, making fun of himself. Probably Emilio from, like, St. Elmo's Fire or something. Oh, I think it was even before that. Like, I think it was his actual high school picture. Like his actual, actual high school His actual picture? Emilio's yeah. high school pictures or something. Or college pictures, something. Probably. But you could tell it was one of those. Yeah. Uh, they are such a nerd. So basically they're at Eden Hall and he's like, you know, I- I'm sorry what you did, but this is what happened, blah, blah. And then they go into the ice rink and then it's Orion with his daughter. Uh, yeah, because he's like, I want you to see something. Yeah. Um, so then they sit down and, well, at first he sits down and he hears like kind of like figure skin, like do, 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 yeah. do, do, <laughs> So they hear the music and then all of a sudden he comes out with his daughter who's in a wheelchair. Yada, yada, because of yada. a car accident. Yeah. And so yeah. essentially also what we kind of didn't mention at the beginning is Coach Ryan was uh, originally, he was on the NHL, but he only served. Yeah, there was rumors that he, um, not phased out, but he. Just couldn't hack it. That he couldn't hack it. Yeah, like they. For whatever reason, he couldn't hack it in for the like, NHL. He was in it for like a couple years or something, yeah. or one year. One and there's rumors that he punched out his own coach and like a lot of rumors flying around why he, he was left. He couldn't hack it, yada, yada, yada. So and then Bombay touches Bombay on why he actually left. Tells him that unfortunately when his, he sees the daughter in the wheelchair and he's like, yeah, she got in a car accident and she had all these doctor's visits. And when the North, so when the North Stars left Minnesota to go to become the Dallas Stars, he decided to stay. He didn't yeah. follow them. So he just kind of quit the for NHL his for his daughter. He didn't, it's not, he was a great player. And he even said, and he's like, oh, we just thought he was a washed up player who couldn't hack it. And he's like, no, he could hack it. Yeah. He, he would just, have been the one of the all time greats, but unfortunately, he sacrificed his own dreams for his daughter. Yeah. Because, which, oh, Yeah. Cause she was, he didn't, she didn't want to sacrifice the care and the doctor and the family that was support system that was already around in Minnesota for the uprooted into Dallas. Just yeah. for the, the sake of his career. Yeah. Or he moved to Dallas and never sees kid again. Yeah. So it was like, so that's. Obviously, I think for most parents, I think it would be an easy choice. Yeah, of course. So obviously, next scene, they're about to go to an away game on the bus. Charlie comes in and he's like, 
oh, coach. You know, kind of comes sorry. groveling back. Groveling back. He's like, I want to play two-way hockey. And then this is always my favorite part. So he's like, oh, come on back. So he goes, Charlie goes and sits down and rests his back. And he's like, oh, man, you just came here like a little baby. He's like, oh, coach, I want to play two-way hockey. Oh, please. Like crying, like marks down his face. And, oh, it was, it was hilarious. And then the dean comes. Russ, and, always the heckler. I know. Hence why he's on SNL yes. now. So, but anyways. So then the dean comes along, says that uh, essentially they have a meeting coming up while they're gone on their away game to talk about the status of their scholarships. And No, didn't they say that they can't go? No, no, no. They still it? go. They still go. But they said that they're going to have this meeting while they're gone and they just want to prepare them that like when they come back, there's a possibility that they might not have their scholarships or whatever. And that made um, Orion mad. And that did make Orion mad and stuff like that. And of course, Charlie was like, what? What the heck? But of course, their trusty old coach. Do, 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 do. You mean their lawyer? Their lawyer. <laughs> hold on, their trusty. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I know where you're going with this. Okay. So basically, they go in and they have their vote, or they go into the, the board meeting. And of course, there's varsity on one side, and then the ducks are on the other side, and they're talking about the vote or whatever. And then, so they're like, oh, and Coach Ryan's basically like, well, if you guys won't reinstate this, then we're going to have to bring in our lawyer. Yeah, they basically lose their scholarships because of their they weren't they weren't their behavior. Reach, no, they weren't they weren't winning. They weren't quite winning, I think is what it was. They weren't winning every game. Like they were doing okay, but they weren't quite, I think, winning enough or something is what it was. Okay. So they're like, you're not doing good enough. Yeah. So you're like, not holding up your end of the bargain. Realistically, it's just because we know our varsity white boy because I think their dad I think the all their daddies are on are the on the board. board. So basically, yeah. well, our sons don't like them, so we don't want these kids here, so we're going to take away yeah. their scholarships. So they say, well, you've brought, you, you know, left us no choice. Privilege shit. Well, you left us no choice. So we've brought in, in our lawyer. Yeah. Here's and a word for my lawyer. And in Bombay and mm-hmm. basically says to them, you gave these kids a contract and upon them by signing these scholarships and these contracts, you need to abide by them. And if you guys decide to vote against this con- these con- these scholarships, I will lock this up in court for long after these kids have graduated. Bury you in, f- in lawyer fees like and that's debt. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I will literally keep the... I, I will, will string keep, this out. In, in, string us out long enough until long after these kids have graduated have this institution, graduated, yeah. basically. So, um, yay, Bombay! So basically they get, yeah, they get reinstituted and then as they're leaving the... The meeting, the varsity is like, oh, you only get to stay because on a lawyer technicality. Because of a technicality or a loophole. Yeah, your lawyer only kept you on a technicality. You'll never be a really And that's when they're all like. And then Charlie's like, yeah, well, you already had one of us, Banksy. And he's like, you can have him. And he's like, well, now that we're a full, he's like, well, just so you know that when, well, we'll we'll be playing you. And then when we win, the Ducks, the Warriors die and the Ducks fly. Yeah, it was like our next game, or because they do have to play each other. They play each other in like an annual, a one, an annual varsity versus junior varsity game. Yeah. So they make a, a deal that if the Ducks win, they <sighs> change. We don't know this. We don't know. This is this is all we know is they just say, all they say is when the Warriors die, the Ducks fly. That's all you say. So then the game happens. And then when the game ends... A banner comes down and says the Eden Hall Ducks, and that's yeah. when everyone finds out. And then they're out. all just like Bombay, but no one knew about it until that end moment. They don't oh. mention anything about it beforehand. Really? No, huh. never. I guess I would have known that had I watched it before this podcast. All they allude to is that they say is when the du- the Warriors, Warriors die, die, the Ducks, ducks fly, fly, and that's yeah. it. But they don't know what what that means. So I guess um, Charlie's freaking feminist girl crush or whatever who she is totally grew up to be an anti vaxxer 
Yes. That was you. And a, yes, yes. Anti-vaxxer, Karen, all of that stuff. Because basically... Her. What's her name in the movie? Linda? I think, I think it's so. Linda. I think so. At the very beginning, um, Charlie runs into her and she's uh, asking him to sign a petition to change the name Warrior because it's demeaning or whatever. And he's like, well, yeah. you got the Indians, the Blackhawks, the blah, 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 blah. And yeah. this is in 96. So this was not when... Like, I know they've been trying this to change... This is not now. <laughs> I know, like, recently we've been trying to change the names of these because they are outdated names or oh, whatever. Oh, God, yes. But yes. in 96, this was not the case. So back then, she was kind of like one of those, what would be now classified as, like, I would say anti-vaxxer or very pro-for-the-cause type girls or whatever. She, you know, she seems like she was a girl who would protest for anything back in the 96. She seems to me like, yeah, someone who would be indicated as a Karen these days. Yeah, nowadays, I guess. she would be, like, probably an anti-vaxxer yeah. or possibly a Karen. Yeah. So we just kind of noted that after watching this this time. Not a bad thing on her part or whatever, but just, it was something that, like, because she was in high just school. Just something about her character. Like, these, she seemed very... These are high school kids, like, so obviously like, they grew okay, up to be our ages. So, so she... We just, we just put a persona on these kids. She just... She treats the rich kids the exact same way she accuses the rich kids of treating her. Yes, because Charlie, she thinks, oh, you're just another jock. Yeah, you're, you're just, just another, another jock. She kid. stereotypes he's like, him. He's like, no, I'm a, I'm a duck. I'm not a jock. Like, like yeah, I'm here. not a rich kid. I'm, I'm not, on a scholarship yeah. here too. Like, I literally live on the other side of Minnesota here. Yeah. Like, and he t- he basically calls her out on it and is like, he ends up meeting her at a bus or something. Yeah. And, uh, or yeah, he said there's she's and he's like, well, let's start shop. over. My name is Charlie. I like this, this, I and like this. Pantera. And she's, yeah, I, I love Pantera. And so yeah, she so to... doesn't like Pantera. Right. Like, Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so they yeah, so they basically find common ground, and he's just like she goes to get on the bus, and she's like, well, keep talking, kind of alluding, okay, you know, maybe so. And he, she's never seen a hockey yeah. game, so the first game she actually goes to is the one where Charlie gets really mad, and he like smashes his stick or whatever in that at the ref in that. Is it his mom at that one? Yes, his mom is also at that yeah. one too. Yeah, she's very disappointed. And she was very disappointed. Yes, in Charlie. I was very disappointed. Um, but basically, at, so they, when, does she go to the var- she goes to the varsity junior varsity game? Yeah, though, right? she's at because it's the, yeah. the end game. It's yeah. the end game. Everybody's at the end game. Yeah. His mom's at the end game, and everyone's at the everyone's end game. there. Even people who oh. probably don't even go to the school that are all probably. dressed up. Maybe they go to school. Maybe they're not. But they're all or they might be from like the town. Because they probably knew who. But they all end up dressing up in ducks gear. Like even though it's the varsity, they're all in ducks gear. Yep. What? Come on. Like, anyways. Anyways. That's besides the point. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Disney, uh, you're so funny. Which how can I, such an amateur team have so many fans? Right? That's what you're, you're thinking? Just a, you're just a varsity yeah. local team. How do you have so many fans that know you yeah. are, like, the... the du- anyways. Yeah. So, <sighs> like, at this point now, like, when they start playing this game varsity against the varsity, team. like, they were practicing. They were on good terms with Coach O'Ryan. Like, they were doing... Whatever, but then like the yeah. first half of the oh, game, cleaning they... up the trash. That's right. what he starts doing before this. That's what yes. he dumps a garbage can of trash on the ice, and they're all he's all like, so clean up the when trash. Charlie comes back and everything, and after they reinherit their scholarships, he really tries to teach them like you know we got to learn offense, we got to learn defense, you got to do both. You got to learn to uh, clean up the trash. Yeah, so basically he calls it you're learning to clean up the trash because yeah. varsity is much trash. <laughs> yes. So he does take them out, and they he does actually take them out onto the street, and then they like in their rollerblades, and they pick up trash from the side of the road, and then obviously they're bringing it back, and they're trying to. Uh, Shoot, shoot it into it. the goal. Yeah. Like, literally. So he literally puts trash on the ice and they're picking up Kind of like how Bombay had them passing eggs. Eggs on the stuff, ice, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so essentially in the varsity game, they're trying to kind of... Take out the trash. Take out the trash. So they're trying to work together yeah. and but all there's, this stuff. But they're still not gaining a lot of ground. Yeah. Because the varsity still kind of knows how they play, sort and they're of. bigger-ish. And they're bigger guys. And yeah. yeah they're, 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 they're tougher. 17, 18, and these guys are only like yeah. 16. 
Uh, like 14, 15, actually, I think they're only they're grade nine, so they'd actually be like yeah. 14. So then was like it 17. at the end of the first period or at the end of the second, second period? Second period. Second period, my favorite part of the movie. Portman. So I love his of- entrance. I love his entrance. So Just like kicks open the freaking locker and this room time, door. We are saying periods because when I was editing the last. Oh one, my god! I know. I noticed. I realized I, that after the fact too. I said period once, and then every other time we said halftime. And I remember. Yeah, no, that's what I was. I was like, because after you had left my house, I was just like, we fucking called it halftime. <laughs> Anyways, so during the, the anyway. second period this time, we do. I swear, I do know my sports. Yeah. Just uh, when you get caught up, sometimes in these things, you forget. You just say stuff. You just say stupid things. So, <laughs> the third, second period, in between the second, second and third period, they find uh, Dean Portman barrels into the locker room, reading, reading his scholarship that he like, uh, he says that his misplaced. lawyer his lawyer advised him to take it out and give it a read and maybe sign it. So he did. AKA Yay. the lawyer being Bombay secretly because when he left the the last lawyer and gig he had for them, he's like, I've got some, some business. business up in Chicago. I'll be back. Yeah. And of course his business, his business was, was Dean Portman. Portman to bring him back. And yeah, have they another, needed them. They needed another enforcer. They needed another big guy on the yep. team or whatever. So they, um, and then in this one, actually Goldberg learns to, because of Julie being first string, he actually learns to become more of a player in this one. Yes. Um, and he actually becomes like a little bit of a bash brother in this last one as well. This last uh, game as well. He kind of mm-hmm. comes with like, you know, Dean and Fulton and Charlie and all them. And they kind of come together and, you know, they're bash brothers together and stuff like that. And then they actually bring in a real duck, uh, the interview guy, that little interview guy or whatever that they have in there. He's that little blonde kid who's the interviewer. He actually brings in a real duck, Paul Correa. Oh, right. Yes. Um, what's his face from the, from the nanny? He was in the nanny. Oh, the, show, the, the nanny. kid. Oh, yeah, okay, the kid okay. was in the nanny. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they bring in Paul Korea during one of the. I think it's the first period. Possibly. I don't know who that is. He was one of the original Duck players when the okay. team first came out. He was number nine or whatever. He was actually really okay. good. Um, my dad actually one of my jerseys has number nine, which was his. I'm so, not a hockey follower. <laughs> so when these movies came out, actually when this movie came out was when I got my Ducks jersey for Christmas that year. It was in grade six. Um, so my dad also got his own jersey. So my dad had the purple Ducks jersey, obviously in the adult size. And his was a number nine. It didn't have a name on it because, you, you know, he just, I guess he didn't want a name. So, but it's number nine, which was Korea's number. And then mine, when I got it back then, it was a, it's, it's a child size. It still theoretically fits me in the body, but the arms are just too short, so I don't wear it. But it was a white one and it was number 96 with the C 96. on it. With the C on it. And then ever since then, um, every single one of my jerseys that's customized is Steffi or Chesson with the number 96 and the captain on it because it's that's just the in my first thing. time you've mentioned your last name. <laughs> Maybe. I guess. I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter. Wasn't sure if we were doing that. <laughs> uh, I don't think it really matters. Like, does someone really want... <laughs> no, I wasn't sure. There's lots of podcasts people use, like, their last names and stuff. I yeah, just wasn't sure if we were going to. We never really talked about it. We never it. really talked about it. Anywho. Editing. Maybe we'll have a stalker. Okay. Then we'll, we'll leave it. We'll just leave it. Then God, maybe, I hope not. Oh, maybe a stalker. No, I'm kidding. I don't, I don't want that either. Only like, if it's, like, a fun stalker. Right? Like, Kevin's been watching a lot of documentaries lately, so it's kind of, <laughs> stalkers do kind of scare me a little bit, but that's besides the point. <laughs> oh, so, anyway. So, yeah. yeah, so they got Portman back, and they fucking go full force after, uh, during the third period. Yeah, and basically, yeah. So the third period, they win it up. And what we had talked about this last time, but what? How does it end? Was it just like they were running out of time? Duck scored again, and they won. Oh, or was it like a shootout? What was it? No, I think this one was just a regular, a regular one. But I think before the end, I think he's actually like Orion is like, oh, quack, quack. Like he actually lets the he lets them do the quack, 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 quack. 
What are you doing? What are you doing? Hold on, hold on. Uh, actually, so in the JV game, they don't play in their JV jerseys. They play in the Ducks jerseys. Yeah, didn't you say that already? No, I didn't. I could have sworn you did. No, no, I didn't mention that. Yes, you did. No, I did not. Okay, I will listen to this one <laughs> and then I'm going to let you know because I could have sworn you mentioned it. I'm anyway. almost pretty sure I did not mention it. So. <laughs> almost pretty sure, whereas in I am like 100% sure positive. I guarantee I did not say it because I forgot that they yeah. were wearing it in these ones. So basically they end up wearing it. Oh, um, Guy gets injured. Yeah. Um, and then, so that's when Paul Korea comes in, Portman comes in, and then, oh, he's like, oh, so you're the big enforcer? Nice to meet you. And then he kind of gives him, like, that, oh, oh yeah, Dean yeah. Portman was being all, like, super polite and everything. And, and cordial, and then he's like, no, I don't want to. And he's like, have it your way, then. Right? And he's like, and so basically he's like, and he, like right, he basically, like, just fucking boot fucks him. Like, like, <laughs> just like, just, fine, you want to play this? Knocks like, him out, he nice. sees stars. Basically, I'm not playing nice. Yeah. Um... And then so oh so, oh was that Aaron Lore? Did yeah, I just so see Aaron Lore topless? So basically, I, yeah. After a oh, couple yeah, of seconds or whatever, a little bit in there, he basically ends up getting a penalty. So when, and then to rile up the crowd, he like strips and because they were kind uh, of a little sad, like slash excited. So when he gets in the penalty box, they're all just kind of like ah oh, and to get and them riled yeah, up. Yeah, so he like he starts stripping and taking pads and, and like whipping his jersey around. And then there's you know teenage hormonal me just yeah. So basically. <laughs> And then trying to like control a, myself. They end up having this like big. So the final shot actually comes down to the Goldberg shot. I was remembering. I was like, why would why did Goldberg have a big moment? Because he was no longer in the goal, and I forgot. So basically, Goldberg has his big shot. So he's on the ice, and basically they're all going around. Goldberg's free. He passes it to. I think Charlie's right at the net. Oh, I passes remember. Back yes, to Goldberg because. And they're like, what? A pass to Goldberg? He's like, shoot, Goldberg, no, shoot. And no, that's in slow motion. Shoot, Goldberg, shoot. <laughs> so it's in slow motion, they say that, not as fast as she did. Yeah. Um, and then so he's kind of like. And it's all slow mo and he. He shoots it and then they're coming at him. So he kind of gets knocked over after he shoots yeah. it. But it ends up going in. And then so Charlie comes over and he's like, you did it, Goldberg. He and he's in. like, you scared me. Don't ever you do that do again. again. So then they ended up winning. You know, everything. Was it one nothing? One nothing was the I, final I score. So. I think that's, I think what, that's what, what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like one nothing, and then as soon as they the thing goes off and they yeah, Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah. One nothing. Yeah. One nothing. Yeah. So one. Okay. And they win. They celebrate, and then down drops right. the, uh, the the ducks flag. The, the ducks. The Eden Hall. Eden Hall ducks, ducks flag. Flag. Um, and they're like. Everyone's like, oh, yay. Like, that's Bombay. That was Bombay. And then I think they cut to... I know they show Bombay at the very end, so I don't remember, like, if they cut... If, oh, so what it is is he sees Bombay standing by kind of, like, the entranceway. Charlie yeah. looks at Bombay at the entranceway, and he's just like... So it, uh, Bombay kind of looks up. That's when the banner falls. And yeah. Charlie's like, oh, hey, guys! Hey, guys! Ah! Yeah. And then Bombay walks out the tunnel, yeah, and that's basically how it ends. Yeah. So that was the end of that one. Yeah. Um, all in all, like, obviously, probably my least favorite of the three. But that, second is always definitely my favorite. Second is sure. definitely my so favorite. That's actually the funny thing. When you read it, when I read this Time magazine, that's what he said. It's like the, the first one is like, it's the nostalgia. It's where it all started. It's actually, they actually say it, like, it's a little more of the serious mm-hmm. sort of. And they said that the second one is, the, is one of their like more fun, like, because it was the first on the Arrowhead Pond. It was in LA. Like it was, that one was their more fun version. And then yeah, I think, yeah the third one was like more of the, Bringing everything to a close and stuff. And the funny thing is, is I think the director, or was it the director of the first one or the second one, I believe, was actually, uh, who actually worked on Heavyweights. Oh, really? Yeah. 
So that that's not make, really surprising. I right? mean, so most of them are that, in that Gerald movie. Gerald Gardner from yeah. the first one, Goldberg yeah. from all of them, and Russ Tyler from the second. We're all in the movie. Yeah. Also, Which will be another episode as well. Yes, because that is a great movie. That's a great oh, Me and my movie. sister would watch that movie all the time on the Illegal yeah. Rogers pay-per-view box. My kids love that movie. Like, it was It's great. one of their go-tos. It's great. It yeah. is so good. <laughs> Hi. Hiya. <laughs> You're percussizing. <laughs> so, my, wait, no, my, my Dr. Gallus is always the favorite. Come on. Oh, yeah, the other one's okay. Um, Mom, my favorite one was always, luckily canceled today due to lack of hustle. Do you know what I love? Deal with it. The one, the one <laughs> fan theory is that Perkis grew up to be White Goldman. Yeah, that does not surprise me, actually. White Goldman from Dodgeball, by the way. I I honestly would, it's the same, I honestly feel like Ben Stiller took that persona and used it as White Goldman, for sure. 100%. Like, what's funny is, because he was, he was fat, he said he was a fat kid, and Tony Perkins was fat as well, yeah. So he probably, during, he probably got upset that he Ah! lost the camp. Sorry, guys. Sorry. So. Puppies yelling at another puppy. So yeah, he probably was fat, lost the weight, and then that's why he had the camp. And then he lost the camp, got fat again, and then that's where like there yeah got fat during that time. And then his daddy lent him what four million dollars for the gym for the gym. So then he made Globo Gym and then got skinny again. And at the end of that, he lost in dodgeball and he got (laughs) fat again. My favorite line that actually does make perfect sense. My favorite line: Hey, White, you look awful fat in those pants. Yeah, like no, that's, that's a great. That's movie. another episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, really. So yeah, so I guess until Game Changers comes out, that is the end of our Mighty Ducks discussion at the moment. Unless you have any final thoughts that you didn't put in any other episodes. Just <laughs> Aaron Lore, yummy. Though in this one, um, when we were like watching like a quick cap yeah. of it or whatever, this, um, I wanted to touch on like the inappropriateness of certain things. Like, oh, wait, not that, not that, not that one yet. Okay. But the the first one, Goldberg gets mad at Julie for making first strings. So he pretends to help her with carb loading and shit because she's going to need energy to be the goalie. So he loads her with fucking junk food and makes her sick so he can be the goalie. Bad. Bad Goldberg. That is not being a good friend and not a good team player. Then what's his nuts? The one that can't stop. Mendoza. Mendoza. What a f- Fucking horn dog. So he keeps trying to uh, hit get on with the, blonde, the cheerleaders. The blonde, the blonde cheerleader specifically. Yeah, blonde cheerleader specifically. At, but she's dating the head guy of Varsity. Yeah. So of course she's like, oh, I'm too good for you. Oh. Yeah. So he hits on her once in the in the the lunch room. I think this room. is the same. This is scene. the same scene when the horse shit thing happens. The brownie scene. So he basically, since so she turns him down, he slips. What? No, 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 no. What happens actually? She's just like, oh, no, 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 no. So she looks away, and then as soon as she looks back, the seat is empty. He's gone. And then you find that he's actually under the he table. He slipped under the table. And is crawling on crawling his under the table, freaking with, all fours, looking up all the girls' skirts. I don't know if he's really necessarily per yeah, se. So is hold so on. Is. I don't think that was what it was, but basically, that all the girls are sitting with their le- their legs and their ankles like together. Together. So basically, he's like going past all of them underneath. Yeah. And then there's one, one that girl, has her knees together, but her ankles. Apart. Her ankles are apart, and he looks looks at her, looks at the camera, and then kind of gives like a like an eyebrow eyebrows up, like oh. And I'm just like, we're just like, just, wow, Disney. That were in a movie these days. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Like, I'm starting to think that I'm just becoming a little bit of a snowflake when it comes to shit like this because, like, no, it's not that you're becoming a snowflake. It's just the fact society, that society, I guess, is no longer allowing it, highlighting these things and not allowing it. So you're just conform, not conform, but you're you're conforming to what society is asking, and that's not the that's not a bad my, thing. My 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 perception or my yes. my 
my i uh not my idea um my yeah your i your ideas of life and your perception of life and you're just yeah you're so that you're kind of conforming, but you're not conforming. You're just yeah, because not that it was acceptable back then. Like it's not acceptable now. It's just back then, it wasn't. It wasn't not, necessarily know any better. Well, we kind of knew. But it we was were, the whole boys' but we, we were more shit. run around the patriarchy where boys will be boys and yeah. it's locker room talk and it's yeah. It was it was excusable, stuff, which came up on my memories because uh, there was a funny thing about uh, Ryan Lochte versus the current athletes and stuff about the whole boys will be boys thing or whatever but remember this boys will Ryan. be boys is a toxic masculinity yeah. crap and when we talk about boys will be boys like i saw this thing this thing on a meme the other day where i thought it was really funny and they're like when you when they when you say boys will be boys say that phrase when a 10 year one of a 10 year old and a bunch of his friends use mayonnaise on the slip inside instead of water not when they are fucking sexually assaulting so their class. classmates yeah yeah. Same with like if. But why is it? Yeah, like why like, is it? Why is that? Why is that a boy? Yeah. Will be if boys a bra strap. Why are you saying? Because all boys yeah. are fucking dumbass idiots. Well, then again, why? Why are you still perpetuating? There should not be no more. Because we don't know girls will be yeah. girls. There's no girls will be girls saying there never was. If a bra strap is seeing your shoulders is going to excite a boy and distract him, then when a boy snaps your bra strap, that should be sexual harassment considered under the school board, and they should be charged. That's a whole other I know. topic. Sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, so I think that's... I, th- I think that sums it up. Unless there's anything else that really, really, like, of the whole Duck series, anything else you need to talk about from, from number one to number two to number three that you might have forgotten about? Last words. I don't think I so. I love Charlie Conway. <laughs> I love Aaron Lore. Dean Portman. You Second one was for me my anytime. favorite. I'm excited for Game Changers. Uh, but, because again, Stephen Brill, the executive producer and, like, the writers of the first movie and everything yeah. is part of this one so he's he's trying to keep it as yeah. close to form as it should be and not as I'm far off. I'm somewhat excited to see it because like, I love Lauren Graham and of course it's Mighty Ducks like super nostalgic so like I am really excited it's just I'm always hesitant about re-launches. reboots and relaunches and things yeah, like that. I agree reboots it's hard to so. yeah hard yeah. To, to, to swallow them mm-hmm. sometimes because it's when it's something that's so dear to you like yeah you don't want them to ruin it yeah, because I've... What was the one Kind of like how so many people got so fucking mad about the Cursed Child. I didn't really... I didn't read it, so I Oh, don't you know. didn't? I read it. And I thought, like, if you can separate it from the original story, it's a great story. It's a yeah. good read. But oh. I know... I understand why people hated it. There was one that relaunched recently, and I was just like... I just... I couldn't... Oh. I couldn't have any of it. I just, I just, that, that's, how nope. much, that's how much I don't even remember what it is because I'm like, I've deleted what the remake was from my you, memory. That you noped like, right out of that one. I just, I just noped right out of it. Oh, I can't remember. I watched it and I was like, I just can't. This, does, this, this can't exist. This, no, it's been completely deleted. It's gone. It's gone. It's 100% deleted. She's, yeah, you just had to get it out of your brain. Yeah. Cause trauma. So yeah, right. that is... Okay, well, Duck fans, that, I guess, wraps it up for our Ducks discussion. And join us next week for whatever we have whatever no idea Whatever we is. decide to talk about, it'll be something nostalgic. Possibly. We can guarantee that. Yeah, maybe food, maybe fashion. Yeah. We've done a lot of movies, so we're going to delve into maybe something yeah, else we'll, of we'll, our 90s. Yeah, we'll get away from movies for, like, a couple episodes and... We'll go yeah. into some fashions or some foods. I sounded so Canadian some... there, episodes. Yeah. Episodes? Or Minnesota. You are can it's more Saskatchewan and Manitoban. That's who has that like because they're right if you think about it, those are right above Minnesota. Yeah, it's so true. it's the Manitobans and Saskatchewans that have a little bit more of that. Or like how they say they're Hey Canada, oh you go hey friend, hey friend, hey guy. Go and get in the van, yeah. eh? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Out for a rent butter or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. I don't uh, know. Uh, anyway. Alright, well, 
later podcast world. It's we're been rad. S- we're signing off. See you next week. Or talk Maybe to next you next week. week. Yeah. Bye. See ya.